thank you for joining us, everyone. This is Moving a Beer and Dan bringing us in. And we were going to really have an interesting episode because we watched this movie called The Northman and we got some really interesting meets to do it. And I have some wonderful friends to help me along the way. Uh, joining you, guest host, Aaron. I'm your Viking Age expert. Uh, you got Blake, your screaming expert. Borky, borky, borky. This is Brian inviting you to some Swedish meatballs and mead. Are we in an Ikea now all of a sudden? What's up? Hey, no, Swedish meatballs are timeless. They are. They're also made, they're horse. made with horse. Which you saw a lot of like dead horses. Dead horses in this movie. All right. So we watched The Northman. <laughs> it is available on streaming <laughs> services. And we knew what we were going to watch ahead of time. So I made an extraordinary effort to go out and seek some mead. Because there's not really beer... But they drink mead in the in the in the movie, yeah, yeah. And mead comes in many different ways, shapes, and forms, and we'll talk about that later on in the episode. But we tried two that were from Battle- Denmark, Battleground. I no, we we did one's two from, from we did oh, two two one, from Denmark and one, local, one from Battleground. One local, one local hero one. and two, two yes. Danish. Uh, okay, we huh. we Danish ones. Yes, we'll talk about them later. But yes, so shout out to Ethereal Mead because that's the one from Battleground Local. I like that one the most. But we'll we'll get into that later. First, we're going to talk about this crazy film. It was two and a half hours. We we suffered through it, but it didn't seem like two and a half hours. There was, there was no, a lot of visual. There was no suffering on part I, of the view. I don't think I we think. suffered. Yeah, I think it's it was also a good movie. It's also only two hours seventeen minutes. All right, well there you go. Right, yeah, and that's with credits and roll in and all that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the title screens, there are many. And there's it's, like it's, it's broken into parts. And you had mentioned that this is kind of based on Hamlet. Oh, that wasn't me, but uh, uh, it's it's I loosely think. based on the story of of uh, Emleth. Amleth, uh, which was the inspiration for uh, Hamlet. For yeah. Hamlet. So same, no, same source material. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, So it, it's a well, nor, one of the Norse sagas. Basic story structure: uh, Prince is forced out of his home, comes back, and s- kills the the uncle who killed his father. Kisses his mom. That wasn't Hamlet. Mom kissed think. him. To be fair, mom kissed him. He was just standing there in shock. I'm also, like, oh, real quick, should we die? help? Into spoilers should be spoiler good. Oh, we're gonna spoil new. the shit out of this. So, dude. I don't uh, care. so put something, put something t- before the mom kiss then, because that's right. not that, kid friendly. Oh, this up is front, a, not this kid friendly. This is R rated. There is butts hanging about, and there's lots of swords with blood splurging everywhere. So there's a lot this, of violence and death. So there, there's a man made graphic oh. violence and themes. There's yes. a, a horse statue made of chopped up people parts. That was upsetting. Yeah. So oh god. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. That was a. Sending a message that was that was meant yeah. to send a message. So okay, so this Prince Emleth is on the verge of becoming a man when his uncle kills his father in front of him. It's like, hey, Oops. he was already sort of going to die, yeah, and yeah. he wanted to die in combat, so it wasn't really that bad of a thing. But you fast forward twenty well, years, and he's a Viking, and he comes back, and he's like, I'm going to save my mother, kill my uncle, and avenge my father. And this is a, a, a Robert Eggers movie, and he did The Witch and The Lighthouse. And The Lighthouse was an amazing black and white film. The Witch had some interesting kind of saturated color things, and I was really taken about, I mentioned it while we were watching it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. we went from black and white to a few colors to full color. The, and it really foretold. Yeah, there, there was a real visual uh, effect with like a dream sequence or like a s- spiritual, um, like dream logic kind of scenes. And it was really cool. I thought it was a great effect that kind of it included this kind of you know spiritual dreamscape 
Supernatural. supernatural. Whenever yes. supernatural Very was supernatural. happening, yeah. that's a better word. It, for it. it would desaturate and become uh, black and white. Black and white. Yeah, and it was a great way of like saying, well, yeah, this character is there and they're experiencing it, but they're experiencing it in a different way. Yeah, and it, maybe even internally, there was at least one scene where we definitely knew that it was all going on in his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. like when when he and his dad at the like in the first scene, I guess played by Ethan Hawke. Played by Ethan Hawke. Expertly by Ethan Hawke. I like dude's built. Like, he's a big dude. Like, he looks really small mm-hmm, in the TV mm-hmm. shows we've seen him in recently, but no, dude's really built. B- Bill Skarsgård. Yes. They go to the witch doctor guy or the guy that played the by shaman. Willem da- played by Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. And they participate in a ritual to kind of like, this was my father, passed, my grandfather passed it to my father, my father passed it to me, now I pass it to you. So it's like, here's where you discover yourself. It was like and a, we're like a give spirit you journey, yeah. Like a, a, a vision quest. It was vision a, quest, it was thank you. It's a vision quest. Because yeah. the, the, and you had mentioned this, the angle of the filming, and it's like, oh, he's actually floating. They show him like floating above the, everyone. Yeah. They're sitting there cross-legged, but he's like floating above everyone. So... He's totally on a spirit quest. There were some really cool spatial effects in, in that, like in that scene and others, where characters would like suddenly move, especially in these like spiritual sequences or dream sequences. Characters would suddenly move and they would appear where you wouldn't expect them, and and it's kind of a, like a little bit of a shock because it's like you know it doesn't make spatial intelligence, but then it makes sense in that sort of like weird dream logic that doesn't really follow like you know real world physics, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's an awful lot of old language being used. Yeah. And a lot of, Eng- like, everyone has sort of an English-British accent, but not quite. I, yeah. They, they tried to at least not have everyone just, like, speaking. British or Scandinavian. Yeah, Scandinavian. Right. Yeah, just not an American basic accent. Right. No, yeah. Nobody's saying howdy, y'all, as they slice off heads. <laughs> I, I was That was challenging for they me could at have. first. They but should like, have. But like twenty minutes into the movie, like I kind of get used to like there's this flowery language, I kind of like a poetic, a poetic language. And having read like only Brian, I think it sounds like you've read several of the Norse sagas. I've only read two, but it seems true to life. The way they were speaking, it has a little bit of that influence, like the the, the dialogue, the, the way it's written. The first few scenes seemed almost in uh, poetic, I, I, iambic yes. pentameter, the yeah. Shakespearean verse. Mm-hmm. To maybe kind of connect, yeah, Hamlet to this the North the Northman. Well, it very it, much it, felt like a play. And it, I mean, it, it's yeah, not it, this, it, but it, as the movie went on, it it diminished. Somewhat. It diminished quite a bit. But but then it was very interesting because people would be singing in actual yeah throat singing. Di- I was like, where's well, the didgeridoo? Well, no, they're just throat singing or, or like, speaking yeah, yeah. in in Danish or Swedish or. Whatever, mm-hmm. some Nordic language I didn't Viking. understand. Old, old Viking, old, old Norse. Viking, yeah, old, old Norse. Norse. Yeah, maybe. What's What's cool though is like poetry from uh, like Latin influenced languages. Uh, it it re- relies on rhyming, and you know, it's like uh, every other line or something, you know, and or you know, a sonnet has a certain structure. But in like Nordic poems, it's more about this rhythm. If you think about like yeah, Be- yeah, yeah. Beowulf, Be- Beowulf had a yeah. like it's, it's, it's a song. A, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's meant yeah. to almost be sung, and so everybody can hear it because it's all verbal nobody was writing anything down and, and there's a couple of things that this movie so in, in college i took like one year of scandinavian history some of it was on the vikings and and i love that they got some of these things really really right a couple of things they got right arm rings that was a thing in this movie and that was mm-hmm. a thing in viking culture your chief gave you an arm ring if you like got a promotion essentially if you made vp in the viking horde you, you got a couple <laughs> arm rings uh, the other thing with this that, synergy i will slay our enemies yes <laughs> 
Yeah, and fight but... for Casual Friday. <laughs> Friday. Yeah, Casual Friday. Friday! <laughs> Uh, but the other thing, uh, they, there's no horns on the helmets, which is great because that was a Victorian invention. Uh, here and then in several scenes, I noticed people were living with their livestock in yeah. the same buildings, and that was accurate. That was very yep. accurate. Yeah. And so, like, there's a movie, it's clear there are, there are many things they got right. But in one notable scene, there's some, uh, I think we'll call it like a, a geo, geological. <laughs> yes. When you're fighting next to flowing lava that in naked and they were naked. You're going to burn up. You're going to burn the fuck up. I'm sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. Excuse my French, but that's like 800, six to 800 degrees. Yeah. Like, what? That, gonna, feed, that feeds into the, the feeds into the mystical nature of, uh, of, uh, Al- Almhit, Alm- uh, the lead character's quest is that Odin's protecting him until his job is done. Correct. And on the accuracy, Aaron, Robert Eggers, the director worked with historians and did meticulous research on the period. So much so that, Professor Neil Price, archaeologist at Uppsala University in Sweden. Oh, Uppsala. Yeah. Uh, said the Northman might be the most accurate Viking movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And Eggers did admit there were a few historic references to the initiation ritual, making the most fictional ritual in the movie. Like him yeah. lapping up the... like it was the, the jungle the, juice at this the, point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's why the guy, uh, Dane, was over there with the backwards hat and the sleeveless shirt saying, yes. bro, that's too much, bro. Too much, stop. Oh, but Dane. yeah, so he... So he did the research, and a lot of this does look it, accurate. It, it, it Granted, yeah. the lava fight is... That's for the action portion. Yeah. That's for him, like... But the historians wouldn't know about the lava, so they probably yeah. couldn't advise him about that. Well, <laughs> did they, really. did they, were they aware of the Valkyries, like, taking people by a horse? That was very cool. Yeah, That, that might be my favorite cool. visual in the whole movie. So there's there's some amazing actors so, and actresses in this, and I, I give let, the shout-out to all of them. They all did an amazing job. Let's Even talk in, about art direction for a second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing art direction. Costumes I don't want to spoil it, but Bjork has a cameo, and her costume is amazing. Her yeah, costumes all around. She I think, literally really just walked in wearing it and yeah, that, said, "What are my lines?" Yeah, no, that, that was our <laughs> joke that she showed up, started saying what's in the movie, and Edgar just says, "Just start filming. We'll figure it out." We'll it, figure it, it out. If, so, if Bjork showed up looking like that though, and she started like prophesizing, I'd listen though. Hell like yeah. that, that yeah. costume was mm-hmm, on point. Mm-hmm. It was the, the film is worth watching just to see Bjork costume. <laughs> So she was a sage who they took her eyes and she appears to people w- when they're in need yeah. as, as typical. You was, know, was, she, was she like threading? Was she yes. knitting or something? So she was, she was one of the Norns. Yes. Mm-hmm. She oh, was knitting the threads cool. of life. The, the, one I of the three Norns who, who, yes. who uh, one spins, who sp- one weaves. Who spin oh, your right. fate. I didn't uh-huh. catch that. That's very cool. And that's why you see a couple of scenes where they show like, like something the, just spinning. The, the spindle. The spindle going yeah. or the spinning. And it was really interesting because they had some references at different points to, well, you're a king or you're in charge. Why are you doing manual labor? Or why is the, oh, yeah, the, the uh, women doing all of the same labor? Like yeah, the queen, yeah. she was kind of not doing everything. But in the first act, she was actually like, I'm going to make, you know, rugs or stuff. She's like, I'm going to make stuff that actually works. Cause it's like, you got to participate in society. You just can't mm-hmm. be the, the person in charge. It doesn't work like that. Everyone has to participate. Everyone needs to contribute. Yeah. But on the act, on the actors, we haven't mentioned Anna Taylor joy as o- Olga, the, the sea or something. The Olga yes. of the birch forest. Of yes. the Rus. And uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh my God. They were phenomenal. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. The acting was Fantastic. Which, no surprise, yes. they're incredible actresses, but just... Queen Gudrun was a, a, a Nicole Kidman. For the yes. first, yeah. for most of the movie, I was really disappointed in Kidman's performance, thinking, oh, okay, it's kind of a straightforward queen role. And then that twist. 
and I just sat there slack jaw thinking, this is, oh my God, this is phenomenal. And, and like three, three dimensions were added to that character. Yes. I don't want to give anything away. No spoilers, but three, like you, you, Blake, I, I totally agree with what you're saying yeah. because yeah. it seems like it's kind of a cookie cutter queen role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in part of it was the script she was given, but Nicole Kidman really leans into it and does a phenomenal job to add two more dimensions yeah. to this character. And then, you know, it, it I remember this exact scene. It's like, yeah, wow. It's 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 kind of like a splash of cold water in your face because suddenly it's like, I have to now kill you, mother. <laughs> well, no Basically, spoilers. That's what it turns into. No spoilers, Dan. But well, yeah, no, that, that's Dan's job is to spoil everything. <laughs> I spoil everything. If you haven't seen this film, just know that there. It's typical. I mean, this is the hero's journey. I mean, if you it's a revenge, any, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a revenge, revenge story. I mean, it's like are you gotta you're gonna end up finding out really shitty things about your parents. Your parents are just people well, too. They just do the best exactly. they can. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> or, or unless your mom, unless your mom's a queen that really finangles some uh, some weird stuff. Your dad's fine, I guess. Yeah. 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 A lot of shade getting Not thrown really. at him. Lots of shade. I really enjoyed the visuals, the audio. I mean, there was a lot of really deep bass. Yeah. I mean, we were oh, shaking. Yeah. I was like, I had it cranked yeah. up. I was like, yeah, we're going to feel the movie. Sound design was amazing. Yeah, Brian and I were, were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, effects, uh, music, everything put together. I mean, Wet bone. Yeah. Like, when they're stabbing, it's like, that sounds real, dude. Well, the yep. headbutting scene, I, I, I looked away from the screen a few times. I was getting a little squeamish. Not a huge fan of uh, heavy gore, but Usually sound design fine, but then the one headbutting scene, I just kept thinking, "This is, whew, he's crushing little, somebody's this skull." This is a lot. School. It's like, a, yeah. but, yeah. but you didn't pulp. see the crushy. You did not. You did not. All you did you was hear it. it. You we, heard we, it. We got to see uh, old nosy, and, and, yes. and, and, and actually, away from that. It, implied violence sometimes can be kind of more jarring than than yeah. like uh, correct, like explicitly shown violence. I think because that's a, that's a horror movie trick. That's why you yeah. don't show. That's why you, well. Jaws is because the shark was garbage and they just decided, let's just show them less. Mm-hmm. But leaving up to the imagination is 10 times scarier. Right. Because you see it in your mind mm-hmm. and you see it in like mm-hmm. full fidelity. I would say the, the first few scenes, I thought this movie was going to be so like broody and atmospheric because, you know, we see like these Vikings coming into this like, you know, uh, a Mountain Bailey or not a Mountain Bailey. It's like this little walled yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. village. And, you know, we see them kind of marching through. They've got their, like, uh, raiding booty and some slaves. And, like, it lingers. It, it takes some... Initially, it, it, it requires a little patience to show these long scenes. It's, it's kind of doing all this, like, table And, and then we stopped playing Skyrim and actually started watching yes. the movie. I mean, it, it literally, this felt like a video game. I mean, it, the beginning, I, the beginning all of I can think of was, uh, oh, good, you're awake. Uh, 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 how are the beginning of Skyrim kicks off with that classic dude looking at I you? I used and... to be an adventurer, but I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that game's amazing. Yes, it is. I really think that we should also touch on, you know, I I, I want to say that the visuals and how they utilized the relationship to the gods and imagination and they imagined i mean he experienced these things and he felt they were real in his own life and like right, right. as these situations these moments in his life where he had to make decisions or how that really it's impacted what helps, the story it's what spurred him on so, and, and pushed him into his mission but those ravens were real yes those but, ravens were real and that was really amazing i'm like wow okay so odin's ravens were there a number of times but you mean like the but, spirituality but the, the, the norse world the the spirituality is not separate from 
The secular and the sacred are the same it's in the yes. Norse world. Yes. They don't go to church on sun- for an hour on Sundays. It's not compartmentalized. Od- Odin is in the room with you all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they really portrayed that well. I, I, yeah. I want to say that's why, as mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like this is one of the more realistic portrayals. Because it, it's like worshiping only when you need to like dispel the evil or something where they're doing something special. And there were some really interesting scenes about, you know, tying out the slave or we're going to sacrifice. And it's like, how does this not really Well, play his out? whole revenge mission, and again, not too many details, but his whole revenge mission, I always tie that stuff to the comic books, but it felt a little bit like Batman, just sewing this, the, the idea of sorcery, the idea that it's a, like superstition, like being into these superstitions of, oh, like he was freeing people and killing people, but all the guys in charge were thinking, oh no, oh my God. The gods are angry. Like we're being hunt- we're being haunted by ghosts. It's just a dude doing the work. Like when the bat yeah, signal goes up. May- and- maybe he he was in service of Odin. Correct. Possible because the that- uncle and them they worshipped Freya. Odin's, mm-hmm. Odin's one wife. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And yep. he worshipped Odin. Mm-hmm. He and his father were devotees. Oh, one eye himself, oh, Mister Wednesday. Yes, Mister. I do like the way that the spirituality was represented. I do like the way that like the Viking cultural relationship to death was was represented differently. Our culture is kind of keeps that like a little separate, uh, two steps away. But here it's like immediate and um, I, I, not to give away too much of the movie, but it, it's helped along though, I think with, uh, as Brian was saying, kind of the the visual effects, the sound effects, the makeup for wounds. Like yeah. It was realistic, it, really, yeah. really realistic. Yeah. yeah. All of it was really, really It well was icky. Done. It was a really icky movie, and if you have a if you're a lightweight, you may have to look away a few times. But if you're interested in historical reference and good, this is amazing writing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you had to figure out how these scenes are going to be built, and they shot it obviously, probably in Iceland because it looked mm-hmm. really real. I mean, it looked like they're in the middle of nowhere, and there's that, that was spots. one of the spots they filmed. Uh, Landscapes were really apparently good. Robert Eggers didn't have final cut of the movie. And he still stands by it. That's amazing. But he wishes he can get his own cut out there. Three hours so, and 17 minutes. Well, just just <laughs> the studio made like decisions that he didn't want to make. But uh. it was like the first big studio he's worked with. And, and he's quoted as saying, like, I wouldn't do it again unless someone wants to give me a movie in full control. But eh, yeah, I'll, I'll just go back to smaller stuff. And Everybody's got a boss. <laughs> they do. I don't think he did it on The Lighthouse. He got to make exactly what he yeah. wanted. <laughs> That movie is wild. Yes. This did have a lot of black and white footage, and, and then it switched to color, and there was color used very specifically. And that's been a trope that's, I think, been really successfully used in the last decade and a half, maybe two decades, where there was great. Yeah. You you really just highlight a specific color, and there were often the some of the, the scenery is in black and white, but then they would have the grass be green. Like, everything's black yeah. and white except the grass or the moss. Or yeah. It's yeah. like... How do you pull the person in and not like not have them be bored while you're watching just like thirty seconds or a minute of just scenery? You mean like black and white with like death playing chess with a knife? Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And we did reference some Conan. Connect for <laughs> we 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 literally referenced some Conan the Barbarian activity in one of the scenes when he went to get the sword. Not to plot spoil some more, but yeah, it's, there was it's a sword. very Conan activity. Going <laughs> on. There was a sword. It's spoilers, there guys. A, there's yeah. weapons. Yeah, there's weapons. I really like that. I, I thought it was interesting because, again, he did imagine it, and then he lived it, and he's like, mm, 
I just I, I love the like poetic logic though that came in even to retrieving the weapon and you know the poem about the moonlight yes. and like how that had like actually I don't want to say real world effects but like real to world to that story like there there's there's a poetic logic to it that makes sense and when you see it it's uh, I I think it's I think it's fantastic I mean I I enjoyed the movie altogether um, as as you as li- listener you probably can tell I I, I enjoyed it a lot. I also drank three samples of mead. I was going to say. Which we, had me just a little bit buzzed, so maybe I'm not bit. in the best condition to talk about well, this. I was going to say, I oh, really enjoyed no, this no, movie. No, 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 no. Sure did enjoy the meads. So oh, we, we, we're we at a point in time where we're going to thank the audience for hanging out and listening. And now we're going to talk about what we drank. As mentioned before, we knew what we were going to watch ahead of time. I went over to John's Marketplace at way in Southwest. Well, it's not really way in Southwest. but Multnomah it's, Village. Multnomah Village here in Portland in the metro area. And I, they had a fairly decent mead selection. Mead comes in a bunch of different varieties. So mead all is, terrible. No, <laughs> all great. Sorry, I'll I'll stop. I'll, I'll wait till we actually get to each one. You're allowed to so, not like them. So mead is broken into well, basically anything made with honey. Fifty percent honey. right? Fifty percent honey is classified. So it has as to be mead. at least fifty percent. Yes, as as oh, far as what you're cool. using as a sugaring or agent to feed the yeast that you're using, and it can use any yeast. You use champagne yeast, you can use regular ale yeast, you can use lager yeast, as long as it can stay alive and keep eating. That's the whole thing. Is usually right, right. mead takes years to make. It's not a one and done. It's not a one week turnaround like you can do with ales and maybe a month turnaround with a lager. It takes time to make mead because it's a slow, the yeast acts really slow <clears throat> and eats really slow. It, it takes the time. It savors every bite. It savors every bite. Like how so, I savor this delicious beer I'm drinking. Correct. We had some opportunity to try three meads and then also adjust with beer and water because this was, meads tend to be pretty high in alcohol. Mm-hmm. There were two 19% and then one that was 13% alcohol. That's, and we did little like shots. Yeah, we, them, we, did like, oh, we did tasters. We did word new bottles. Your, your hosts might be slightly buzzed, but not overtly or overly. There's there's, overtly drunk. There's a difference. Mead, Mellow Mel, Cider, Sizer, Perry, and Braggot. Those are the main classifications of things made with honey. And mead in and of itself is typically, as as mentioned, it comes in dry, semi-dry, semi-sweet, sweet, or fruited. One of the ones that we did was a fruited mead. So it was primarily, it was 100% honey mm-hmm. when it was made. Mm-hmm. And then they, after fermentation, added the fruit. So it was a fruited mead. That was the third one, correct? That's the third oh, cool, one. Cool. Uh, we also had Melomel. Well, I guess I would say that that's one of the, the two Danish ones that we had had fruit in the fermentation process. And the other one would be considered a sizer. And a sizer is where you actually ferment apples with the honey. So it's a 50-50. So it's basically hmm. just like a, a an apple wine. And you can do it, like I said, with champagne yeast or whatever yeast, wild fermented Whatever. And you typically want to, the ones that you're going to find if you go to a store and you can find mead or these variations as we found them, they're going to have a lot of seasoning. Spice. Spices. They may or may not have hops added. It's just they're all over the map, but the ones that we had were really good. They were delicious. Nope. I liked all three. I liked all three. 
I, I, I liked the first and the third uh, a little bit more than the one in the middle. I tolerated the, the third one. <laughs> I agree with Aaron. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how to pronounce these words because they're accented weird, oh. like Danish words. So not German or English. Oh, Dan, I'm looking at Dan's screen. It's just a bunch of like swear words. Dan, come on. D-A-N-S-K. So Dansk. That would be Danish. And then... Uh, the 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 J has kind of a Y sound, so Mjod, I think. Mjod, Mjod, Mjod. Odenskull. like Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mead, okay. and then uh, Sizer. So I I did okay. I took Norwegian in college. I I did okay. I didn't do great, but you, I you think did better be than passable. I did. All right, the first one we did was called Odin Skull, and it was from Thanks Mjod. It was in a small bottle. They also had it in a big bottle. But I bought the smaller bottle because I'm like this. I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure we're gonna like this or not. Well, it's and also a high, a lot of alcohol. Nineteen percent. Yeah. Well, we'll get the big bottle when we go pillaging uh, and take out the neighbors. Correct. So time. this one was honey apple, slightly spiced with cinnamon, and there was a small amount of hops that were added in secondary, just to kind of give it more depth. Hmm. I got a lot of cinnamon, like cinnamon and apple. A lot of cinnamon and apple. It, 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 yeah. I I really like that one. That that was of the three. That was the one I could just. Distinguish between all the flavors. Yes. I got honey, cinnamon, apple. And then some other stuff. And some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, and some other but stuff. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can also, with the first one and the second one that we tried, which is the same product but made with perhaps either, I couldn't quite tell, either different apple or a different yeast. Both were really good, but there was a definite difference between them in their profiles. Mm-hmm. The second one we did was from the same company, but it was Reeb Mo Yodmin. I am pronouncing it completely wrong, but both of them are 19% and they are from the same, I want to say base, but maybe not. It, they say that the mead is brewed with the same honey as Viking's blood, whereas the Odin's one is not the same honey. So that I think that's the difference. But the apples are the same. Apples and it's then dry hopped after it's fermented. And that gives you a little bit of sweet spice, and there's caramel, you know, a little flower and citrusy notes on the second one, but not nearly. A, I I, I want to say that was more mellow, and a way it, different profile than it, the first it was, one. It was kind of like the, all of those flavors; they weren't distinct elements like the first one. Right? Where yeah, you it was like kind of melted, muddy, it was very muddy. Yes. You guys are muddy. insane. It was way too much. <laughs> I know Dan's trying to steamroll over me, so I don't voice my opinion. You're oh, welcome to voice your opinion. No, 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 no. No, that first all, one, all that first one was too much, man. There was too much just kick up front. It was like, a nice warm once it was down. Too much alcohol. Too or much. Too much, apple? too much. Every too much, flavor. Too like much just cinnamon. It was just very too much forward. flavor. It was like, very I, forward. I didn't so it was get like any caffeine. Like too many different. Yeah, like I just. I I enjoyed the complexity. I yeah. hated it. I did not like any part of it. And the second one was a little better, but still just... The second one was I, every, more rounded. Every second sip, was my least favorite. Every sip, I made a face. Mm. And I turned away so the guys wouldn't make fun of me. But every sip, I was like, <laughs> that, I just... That's no. true. You're allowed to not I, like right. things. Blake. You're allowed that's to not like Blake things. Blake did not like it. He didn't. Dan I'm doesn't sure, like conflict. I'm sure there will be a, a certain percentage <laughs> of our listeners that completely agree with you if, they're, correct. if they try all the same... Oh, you mean uh, listeners who are correct? No, the listeners who <laughs> have no, no Scandinavian heritage... Uh, all right. Just awesome. because I love potatoes doesn't mean I can't on, appreciate on, Scandinavia. On to Mead 3. Potatoes right. are from South We know you hate it all three. You from Ireland. All three. You're allowed. You're allowed. It's all good. So, well, I, I tolerated three. So the third one was called Sylvan Twilight, and it was Marion Berry with Meadow Foam 
honey. The third one was Valkyrie Kisses and Ambrosia. Oh, it was it Ambrosia. Was, yeah, it was fantastic. The Marionberry yes. added a whole layer. Is that why you were throat singing through half the movie? Wow. Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah, it was really yes. it's really distracting. Ethereal mead out of Battleground, Washington, of all places. It's like just right? north, you know, on the mm-hmm. northeast Crazy. of Vancouver a little bit. It's a rich fruit-forward mead. Um, the Metafoam honey, again, so this would be a, I believe, based on what I've read, it fermented out first, and then they added the Marion berries later. Mm-hmm. So that you have just a base mead with this really nice rounded, and I could be wrong, it could be a sizer. I, I looked at a couple of different sites trying to figure out which is it. Did it ferment with the Marion berries or after? My guess is it was after because you get such a strong flavor yeah, profile from it. That one I was okay with. It was super strong berry flavored. Mm-hmm. It has uh, the smell of like vanilla and cherries up front mm-hmm. when you drink it. And then it, it feels a little bit slick on the tongue. Like it just goes down like a nice, not thick syrup, but it's it's a little, it's 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 got some viscosity to it. It's not just water. Nice, it's like mouth, mouth, nice mouthfeel to yes. it. I will say this one had way more of that berry sort of presence and less spicy. The other ones had like more cinnamon, more spice yes. to it. This one was just very fruity, very it, fruity. It, it had pleasant. a ton of tannins too. So it, it did mm-hmm. hit a little sweet, but then it really dried out. All of all three of them dried out really well. Yeah, I can agree linger, with that. They didn't linger as sweetness. They were just really dry. This third one I would really enjoy drinking in like mid-January. I kick in a door from the cold. I shake off the snow. Just a, a cool curvy glass of the stuff. Just sip. You throw uh, your wolfskin uh, cape to the side and faux wolfskin. You put your your feet up to the to the hearth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and have your you know your Viking sword uh, the next next to you. As a, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I actually... It's, it's a foam, foam core, but yes. Yes, I, I saw it actually... Safety first, Aaron. Safety I looking, first. I was looking for a braggot, and braggot is actually like completely fermented and done mead mixed with an ale. That's done. And it doesn't matter That's what right. the bases are. Yeah. I really wanted to do that because historically, from what I read, there was braggot was more common because mead takes a long time and beer doesn't take as much, and then you just mix it. Because you, you they had to get drunk, they're bored, and, and honey is a is a is a resource that's it's, a little it's, hard to acquire. It, mm-hmm. it it's a seasonal thing, so mm-hmm. it was really interesting to be able to like. I went to a couple of shops, I called around, I was like, mm, no one has any right now, but there is some available time to time. I just couldn't find any this time around. Well, I was uh, as as I can if I can be play historian or be the Viking expert for kind of two quick two quick points. One, Vikings did mostly drink ale, to my understanding. Yes, uh, you know, mead it, it does require a lot of honey. Very little land in Scandinavia is is good for farmland or arable, and so well it, at high uh, high northern latitude, uh, honeybees have a very short season. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So there just wasn't so there wasn't a lot of mead to be had. A lot of right. and it makes perfect sense if you you know if you have ale a lot of time, you're gonna like you know tart up the ale to make it special ale rather than just have mead as right. straight mead. But the other thing, um, there's this idea that Vikings had lots and lots of wine, and they did trade for some wine, but it was really the rich classes that had wine. It wasn't common. This idea of Vinland, it's a common misconception that like there were grapes where you know Leif Erikson came over to Canada and he found grapes, or he went far enough south. Vinland, that's it's Vin is associated to grapes in Romance languages. In Old Norse, Vinland refers to grasslands. And as soon as uh, you know somebody told archaeologists that they found there were natives with blue eyes up in Long South Meadows on you know in Newfoundland, 
a thousand miles further north than Chesapeake Bay where grapes grow. And, mm -hmm. uh, and everybody's like, oh, well, maybe that's where the Vikings found. I just wanted to, to plug that for any history nerds that are, that are listening. Okay, yeah. <sighs> okay, so I want to make one more point. <laughs> All right, make your point, Brian. My point is, We're listening. of the three meads that we tried, mm -hmm. I think the third one, though everyone enjoyed it, didn't go as well with the film because it was so sweet. It was sweet. I agree. Yes. And, and this film was not a sweet film. It is. Right. Unless, unless you like drinking blood. It was a dark, or eating, or eating film. mushrooms. <laughs> or hanging out with foxes in a cave. Yes. <laughs> Correct. I can second uh, Brian's po no, uh, I, point. That's a good call. But, uh, yes. No, I agree. And, and Brian, I'm glad you say because I, I actually I agree. I liked the third meat the best. But I think the first one for me matched the movie the best because it was the third one was a little too fruity, a little too light, a little too happy. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> Whereas this is a dark movie. This uh, is it's really a, dark. An enjoyable movie, and I really am glad I saw it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first meat I think matched. It, it was complex. It was mm -hmm. and spicy. And, and there's different spicy. elements and that were less on. sweet. Yeah, we've we, we've oh, now get out of here, Bjork. Go on, go ahead, yeah, go away, yeah, Bjork. Go do your thing. All hey, right, Bjork so we're is gonna nothing of complex. we're gonna do our Bjork just broke into his house. <laughs> we're we're gonna do a mead name rename game instead of a beer name. We're gonna do mead name rename games. I don't care which one, whatever one you'd like, and if you <laughs> have the opportunity to seek mead and you can get some to watch and sip this opportunity, do it because I think it really. Those first two, the ones that were from Denmark, I think went really, really well. The third one, yes. I would agree. I was just like, I really like that because it's just sweet and light and, and tasted like mead versus the first two had a lot more complexity to it. The, if, the if, you're, if you're like me and you just would not like mead, I just I don't think I'm a mead guy, guys. Uh, if you wouldn't, I'd say a really piny, bitter IPA in, uh, in place. So something really just dark and strong, I, I, and a, almost offensive flavor. Yeah, Scotch yeah. to go with how strong Very is brooding. Like a, if you if you can get it yeah. if you can get it a piney the elder or, or younger <laughs> like th those are real they, they taste like feet no I was gonna say like a Scotch pine lager like yeah. you know something yeah. that's got like you know that resinous piney quality to it that would work well because there think. were no trees or or they cut them all down <laughs> they cut them all down to make those long hauls Dan I know or, I, or Iceland you, had trees once or you can drink your enemy's blood I don't know I'm not, right, I don't so, want your something with a very peaty smoky so did yeah, East, Easter yeah. Island had trees but they're all gone now too Damn, yeah, those are statues <laughs> alright we're, we're going far afield we here. are going yeah. far afield alright mead name rename game instead of beer name rename game we're gonna just rename something. It we, we typically matter. take the plot keywords from IMDb, yes. but uh, uh, we couldn't find a whole lot of good ones. They, they are obsessed with nudity. Yeah, yes. there's, there's a lot of there, there's, there's a, a fair amount of. of yeah, you don't see so, any front, but uh, maybe so, a little so bit man of some man butt, a little bit of lady bush briefly, yeah. and that's yeah, about it. Nothing to fantasize. Talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing to talk to mom about later no. on. You're just like, oh, mm. this is gross. <laughs> This is gross. I can tell you right now, I'm not even sure my dad would be into this movie. <laughs> it's a little, yeah, okay. So, well, the you, main character talks to mom later, too. So, yes, he does. <laughs> oh, all right. Name, rename game. Let's not go there. Okay. So, so, the first one, I'm going to rename the first one. Okay. So, let's, oh, let's, let's frame this first because not everybody may have heard us do this before. New listeners, so, please. new yes. listeners, if you go to IMDb and look for whatever show or movie or whatever you're looking at, scroll about halfway down. Don't use their app. Go to the website, use your web browser, and you go down to where the storyline section is, and you will see some words that are circled, and then it'll have a number, and it'll say more. Click on that number and more, and those are the plot keywords that have been submitted by users of IMDb that have signed in and said, hey, I think this is relevant. If you are signed in, you can then 
add relevance, you can say, yes, that's relevant. You click on it, it's relevant. And, you know, whatever works. These are user submitted. These aren't submitted by IMDb writers staff. or whomever, staff or whatever. These are user submitted. So they can range from really positive and good to what the hell are they talking about? My favorite still when we watch Sing 2 and every other one was just anthropomorphic yes. and whatever animal was. Yes. That it's was like terrible. Sometimes they're not very original. So this time we're, because these aren't very original either, it's really kind of straightforward. We're just going to come up with something fun or use something here. And you don't have to tell us what one you're going to rename, but feel free to, we're going to go around the table and figure out who has the best rename. Well, I'll rename the uh, the very first one. With uh, not something from IMDb because they're obsessed with nudity, but I'm going to yes. rename the first one Hot Russian Blonde. Which is very accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you drink a Hot Russian Blonde? Sure uh, would. Not if I have to drive uh, later. Yeah, well, where is that? <laughs> well, I did go to IMDb, and I found a pretty good combination, possibly the only good combination that's there. I'll, I'll go for the first one because it made me the most angry. I hated it the most. Uh, Viking Sword Fight. Ooh, there oh, you go. Yeah. Which is weird that it's not all together. That's two separate ones. Yeah, you know, you can put them together. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I saw game. a Viking, I saw a sword fight, and thought, why is this not already? A, okay, fine, I'll no, combo. Well, it was well, axe fights. They didn't use swords very often. They did a lot of axes. That's true. There was a lot of axe Spears, and then, you know, there but, was some swords. Horse heads. Much. But well yes. done, Blake. The, the, the sum is greater than its parts. Like, yes, well, it yeah, good combo. Parts, parts, parts. Brian? I will also name the first mead. Smoky Ritual. Ooh. Ooh. There wasn't a lot of smoke. I mentioned this multiple times. I was like, where's all the smoke from the fire? Oh, my God. These are like natural gas fires. There's no smoke. What the hell? Yeah, the Norse had uh, gas. They must have. They, they had propane no tanks. Clean. If you look, if you look really close, you can see gas. the propane tanks just off the side. I, you you, you don't remember uh, that one Norseman? Uh, I can't think of a fun way to Norseify Hank Hill. Yes. <laughs> clean burning propane. Uh, Jalmer Hilla. Yes. John Marhilla says clean burning propana. <laughs> clean. All burning right, Dan. Burning. I'm going to wrap it up. Go ahead with and this win it. Wonderful. I'm going to, you know, I always win them. Not always. but You, you, win, you win more often than I wish you often, would. <laughs> well, you know, as you know, as somebody who brews and makes beer and alcohol and things myself, I always come up with fun names. I always, my friends always say, you, you always have really great naming of your, your beverage, beverages. And I think I'm going to use a single word off the IMDb. I'm just going to call it. And we're going to name the first one because y'all also named the first one. And I would agree, probably went best with the movie. Mm. I'm going to call it Usurper. <gasps> oh. Nice. Okay. I was really hoping he was going to say like the word storyline or something or yeah. full caster. <laughs> like yeah. something that wasn't on the list. I, I want to say Usurper really fits because it's not what you expect. And you come in and you just mix it up and you remember it. Well, I would order a beer or a mead with any of these names. Usurper would catch my eye first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well done. Well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hate these meats. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to have that opinion. Okay, so if you haven't had the opportunity to see this film, The Northman, really it's in good. in theaters as we're recording. Correct. But it's findable somewhere online. It's been streamed. It's out so there it's somewhere. So Possibly Paramount or HBO Max, uh, maybe. Living yeah. Room Theaters is showing out in Portland right now. So if you yeah. want to order a, like a non-mead beer... And have yeah, I can't imagine seats. any places are just serving meat out of a cask. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> Probably not. not. Out of a, of a headless horse body? I don't know. I, Only Dan's. Only a Dan's. <laughs> yes. No, we, you seek out something that you're going to enjoy, but also be challenged with, because this is a very challenging film from the standpoint of the characters. They, yeah. they The main protagonist went through a lot. He was challenged in his life. 
Yet he had a mission. He had to cut his hair. He had to yeah. cut his hair, and you know, well, he, and and he had a mantra. Society, you didn't. He had a mantra. Any any, char- any main character that has a mantra yeah. that is a damaged it, person. It, it's not yes. a standard Hollywood film. It is not. Oh, it's great. Thank you, Robert Eggers. Keep, keep it was a toes. great film. Great yeah, film. yeah, yeah. We all enjoyed it. Yes, but it's not not for everyone. No, you know, I it's it very be. long and kind of drawn out, strung out, not drawn out, but strung out. It, it drawn out. It rewards patience. Drawn. It's yeah. artistic. Strung out is uh, that strung out is drugs. <laughs> what what's that? Oh, come on. That movie where they're all doing heroin. Train spotting. Train spotting. Train spotting is strung out. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the sex pistols, but okay. Also uh, strung out. <laughs> also strung out, yes. Thank you all for hanging out and listening. It's been kind of a long episode, but you know, we really enjoyed the film. We really enjoyed at least Three of us really enjoyed the meads, and there was also other alcohol that was consumed. But, you know, if you don't hydrate, Blake, you'll dehydrate! You will. And, you know, as always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts. And, you know, we really thank you all for hanging out and listening. Thank we, you. We kind of talked Aaron a lot doesn't. this episode. And, oh, you know, I do. Aaron hates our out, fans. Shout well, out to the fans. few friends and fans that listen in. And we really do think you should watch this because this is an amazing film. Even if you're not really into mythology, it blends some really well done writing. And, good and, acting. And, and good acting. Good and, film craft all around. It, you it you felt, could imagine like this happening. It felt like a play. This I could see this happening. It doesn't seem like that's really crazy and weird. No, this really could have happened. It like, felt real. Last week. Or or, or, or week, in though. the year 800. So yeah, 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 yeah like a week ago. I don't understand how time works. <laughs> year 890 was BC or AD? It said AD. 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 Or, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve hundred years ago. Yeah. Twelve hundred years. I'm trying to remember what I said in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like 895. At, or at the very start. Okay. Yes, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, thanks for hanging out and listening. This is Dan signing out. This is Aaron. Thanks for listening. Watch out for Freya. This is Blake saying sorry I yelled. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. This is Brian. All right, let's cut that horse's head off. Yeah, I'm not going to.